0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: evolutionary woman radio tune in Mondays and Thursdays 5 30 p.m. only on blog talk radio visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash evolutionary woman radio good evening welcome 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 to the show welcome to evolutionary woman radio I am your host Khadija Ali And today is Monday, April 4th. Happy spring, family. Happy spring. Welcome to the show. Tonight we have a returning guest, Lori Fortuna. Y'all, she's been on the show before. I am excited to speak to her again. And what I'd like to do is introduce her to the audience once again. Her name is Lori Fortuna, and she is the founder and chief executive officer at Lori Fortuna Coaching. And her mission is to help you, the business owner, the team leader, the manager, reestablish amazing and effective old fashioned customer service. Her clients are small business owners, primary retail and restaurants, and they have issues with customers that have been dwindling over time. So they've been losing customers. And so if uh, you are receiving less than stellar five-star ratings with your reviews on popular online sites, Lori is the woman for you. Her passion lies in supporting her clients and in transforming her your in and helping you transform your customer service issues into customer service opportunities once and for all she will help you transform your team and reestablish a business culture of happy and well trained employees the result is your company will consistently provide your customers with wow Experiences to remember. She brings more than 25 years of operations and human resource management management experience with a laser focus and passion for effective training and facilitation from several Fortune 500 companies in both retail and quick service industry. Lori received her master's degree in human resource development and counseling and. In addition, she is certified with the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching and credentialed as a professional certified coach with the International Coach Federation. Ladies and gentlemen, because we have evolutionary men as well, welcome our host to the show. Welcome our guest. Lori, I got you hosting. (laughs) Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Khadijah. It's so good to hear your voice. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. It is such an honor and a pleasure to have you back on the show. Um, you know, I went back and I listened to our uh, the last couple of shows that we did when you were here, and... It was just such a delight, and so I'm, I'm so excited that you're back here, and I have a million and one questions, <laughs> and I'm going to try really hard not to throw them all at you.
2: Oh, go for it. Oh. I, uh, I have to say, whenever <laughs> I get off a call with you, uh, it, it's, yes. it, you just get me all excited because of the, qu- the great questions that you ask and the great conversation we have, so, so fire away.
1: Oh, awesome, awesome. See, I love you, Lori. I love you. You're ready. Um, You know, this is what I want to say. I have been experiencing lately some really positive, positive experiences in customer service. And uh, as recently as today, I went to my eye doctor because I ran out of contacts, and I would ordered some more, and um, when I ordered the – Hold on one second When I ordered The Box of contact I didn't anticipate on my last pair Breaking, off, breaking on me So anyway uh, I go to the doctor And The young lady says uh, Let me look you up Of course We go through all of those things And she didn't have she had, like, uh, one lens in, but she didn't have the other. So she said, you know what, would you would you like to go to our other location and, you know, pick up a pair there? And I said, sure, that would be no problem. And um, she called over there, and she says, hey, I have a patient who needs, you know, a pair until her, her the one she ordered comes in. You know, can she come pick up a pair? And, of course, they said yes. And I left and went to the other location and I was able to pick up the uh, care that I needed but here's the thing I will forever want to stay a patient with this uh, eye doctor because they went above and beyond and they went out of their way to make sure that I had what I needed and that made me think about something that's on your blog. And by the way, I absolutely love your blog. And if you're on the line now and you're listening, please, please, please go over to lauriefortuna.com forward slash blog and check out all of the fantastic articles that Lori has about customer service and building a brand and how important it is. But there's, a, there's one particular article that you have here, and it's called Under Promise and over-deliver. And I wanted to talk to, to everyone about that um, today and how important that is.
2: It really is. And you said it very well. It's, you know, it, it, it's all about, you know, there's not, it's not a lot of things that people have to do to, you know, I say, wow, a, a customer. It's really doing, kind of staying two or three steps ahead of what a customer wants. And, and that mm-hmm. wows them. That wows them, you know, that the, you feel taken care of. You feel like they're they're, you know, they've got your back. And that, 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 uh, like you just said, you're going to, you'll be a customer of this eye doctor, you know, f- uh, forever because you appreciate that. You know, they've got your back.
1: Yes. Cause they could have easily said, you know what? Eh. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you know, we can't accommodate you. And, I probably would have been very upset, very very upset. And um, we don't experience this. Well, I'll say I don't experience this an awful lot. Uh, people under promising and over delivering. Um, it's usually the other way around. Uh, how how important do you think it is in today's market? to do this because this is a whole other landscape that we are a part of. We have social media now where you can go on Facebook, you can go on websites, you can go on Yelp, you can go on all of these different sites and report either your displeasure or your positive experience because I know for me when I go, if I go to a restaurant that I've never gone to before, before I go to that restaurant I will go on like say Google Maps, even if it's on Google Maps, I can go on Google Maps and there's reviews in there, and they may be glowing reviews and they may be not-so-glowing reviews, and that will determine whether or not I'm going to go to that restaurant.
2: Absolutely. So
1: how, yeah, so how, how, how important is it in, in today's landscape
2: it, more so than ever. I mean, it's always been important because it, let's let's face it. Even if you can't tell two friends and so on and so forth, uh, so on. Uh, not to mention, in today's world, you can you know, to your point, you can put it onto Facebook or Yelp or whatever, and thousands and thousands of people can see good or bad in a in a matter of seconds. You know, it's it, it, it's about it's about that. You know, each customer is a human being, and and is in today's world with the hustle and bustle. I mean, when I, it happens so rare rarely for me, that when it does, I never, I, like, it, it stays with me for a really long time. I mean, I know my husband starts rolling his eyes, because when I have a great experience, I'll verbally tell people, I'll post it, I'll, you name it. And and, and it's funny, because back mm-hmm. when I got started in, in in my career, you know, it was really rare, you know, when we got customer feedback, it was like, you know, I remember my, you know, one of my supervisors always saying, well, you know, people don't write in, write in about the positive as much as the you know when you when you make a mistake but i'm i'm finding that you know more and more i'm seeing positive comments out there which is great because i think people are mm-hmm. starving for them you know they want to have that that minute of wow thanks th- thanks for thanks for having my back or you know thanks it, it could be something as simple as holding a door open for someone if you have your hands full because you've just you know bought the store out or you have four right. cups of a drink in your hand and you're trying to balance that your person get out the front door you know um it, it doesn't have to be anything huge it's just you know thinking about the other person and again being a couple of steps ahead of them
1: mhm absolutely absolutely you you have another interesting article on your website and um very interesting um title to the article it says turning problem into profit and I was like, wow, I've never thought about that before. How do you turn a problem into profit? This is, and you have a quote here by Shep Hyken, uh-huh. uh-huh. make the customer's problem your problem. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, I mean the the biggest piece is you know some some you really have to be open and willing for good and and uh, good feedback and I I say and I, you know where your opportunities lie that feedback too or some people look at it as it's negative feedback you know if a customer is is bringing an issue to you chances mm-hmm. are there's a bigger root to the problem you know uh, if a, a customer was you know if, if if an employee of yours was was rude or didn't do something appropriately you know. I doubt that that employee got up and said, I'm going to go in and tick off customers today. You know, there's something, you know, there's something not quite right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's primarily, you know, you can do customer service training all day long and all of that. But ultimately, you know, the root of where I come from is that you need to have that solid foundation in place first. And what I mean by that is, you know, a team is only as good as the people that's on it. So you need to make sure that you have your right, you know, the right people on the team. And I don't mean just, you know, a body that can ring a register or, or wait on a customer. I mean, the best of the best, the smile, the whole bit, that they're trained and set up for success, that there's accountabilities in place that, you know, if they start kind of deciding to, you know, make their own rules along the way that, you know, they're kind of reeled back in and that's where the customers start to experience that consistency you know, and that's what customers mm-hmm. want. If they come to the same place again and again, you know, if they go in for coffee or whatever whatever a routine is, you know, it's those little things. You know, it could be as much as starting out your day. You get your coffee wrong, that can, like, really affect your whole day. Right. So <laughs> you know, true. I mean, so for, you know, true. it really is. So um, it's really mm-hmm. about listening to those customers if they're telling you something. And, you know, don't just look at it as, Oh, I got to get them out of out of my face and have them be happy. I need to, you know, I really need to listen. And then, you know, after that person walks out the door, really figure out because if it happened with this per, with this particular customer, maybe it's happening in other areas too. And really use right. it as a learning to possibly go back and retrain people or do whatever you need to do so that you you won't get that complaint again. Right. 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 Right.
1: Um that leads me right into the next um uh, article that I read which was on body language. Body language speaks volumes. And you have another quote, the most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't said. Right. And so, if. I mean, I think that is so, so, very, very important, um, how do you help business owners with this particular piece? because this is something I think would be overlooked a lot because we're always looking for what people are saying, you know, maybe their eye contact or or you know the the tone of voice or. I don't know if they're looking necessarily for if someone's hands are folded or if they, you know, you have an example in here about people putting their stuff down when the lines were long and just walking out.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and yeah. And that's a perfect example of paying attention to. So, you know, in that particular example, I remember it well, you know, I was in a store and, you know, they had a, cu- a couple of new people, if I remember correctly, they had a couple, of, yeah. and I'm assuming they were new because they were fumbling and really not being able to figure out how to how to get people in and out quickly. And the manager on, you know, probably was elsewhere in the store. And ultimately, what ended up happening was people got really frustrated. And then, you know, they, they, they put their stuff down and left. And, you know, uh, any team member, you know, should know to to read a, cu- a customer to say, wow, that, that wasn't a good thing, so I need to call for help so that we get We don't Mm -hmm. have more people do that You know they don't have to be screaming Oh my god I'm out of here To you know they put a a bunch Of stuff down and walk out that You know they're they're frustrated and they know They're not going to get in and out of there And you know when it goes it it really Goes to making sure that everybody On the team is trained To know that they can make a difference You know it Mm -hmm. um, You know whether it's something And that's not little because they you know I mean just at quick glance I mean right. probably lost about a, you know, I would say a hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars worth of income from that that you know, that the the, the wow. stuff that the person put down. You know. Right. Um and ultimately if you don't react to that and do something about that, um, ultimately it's gonna happen again. And ideally you wanna get your team to be proactive and not have to react to something like that. You know, if you're struggling mm-hmm. on the registers, call for help before you know, if you see I mean, I remember back when I was in retail, you know, the rule was there were three people in line, you rang the bell to have someone else come up and help. Because you mm-hmm. don't want people to be perceived, even if you have the fastest ringer on the register, you don't want people to feel like they're gonna have to wait forever, especially if they've got one or two items in their in their and and you know, in their hands. Right. Right.
1: You know, that reminds me of um the The difference in experience that i that I've had going into it's a big chain I don't want to mention the name, but it's a it's a well known chain and we all know them um they're infamous that's one of the things they're infamous for for being known as having these long lines and having like two registers open and then like a hundred people mm-hmm. and um you know like a, literally like a bunch of people on the line and but they continue to do it what you know maybe because they feel like they're a big brand and they'll ne- you know they'll always have customers, you know what's the big deal, but then I notice when I go to um another store that that is a fairly re- – it's a relatively big brand as well it's a natural kind of quote unquote natural food um grocery store um I notice that there's always registers open. There's always uh, a certain kind of atmosphere that that you feel like when you walk into this particular store that the the people who work there are really there for you. You know, it's not just a job. Um, it, it, and it really it it makes a difference in me wanting to go to the big, you know, the super bigger big brand versus going to this other brand. Because of the experience that I have when I walk in there, you know, it's, you know, how important is that to, to, like, do you talk to when you're um, coaching small business owners or do you talk to them about that total experience that, that a customer should have or?
2: Absolutely. And, well, so, so I, I have this big old grin on my face right now because my tagline, and, well, and the reason being, listen, so my tagline yes. is an experience to remember. And it's all about the uh-huh. experience. You know, it's right. proven that, that customers, especially in today's day and age, will pay more if they get the service. You know, they want that connection. They want that service. And, um, you know, unfortunately, some of it is cultural, you know, so I have an idea of who you were referring to, the big (laughs) box. I don't know for sure, but I've had, I've had, I've had issues, you know, I can't say I have, I haven't had issues with lines, but there was a point where I don't know whether there was a management change in the area where I live, but I would go into every location and I could go in on a Monday and I could go in on a Friday and it look. Like a a tornado had gone through the store, mm-hmm. and like the, it was never refreshed, you know, faced off or anything. You could never find anything, and they were constantly out of the same items because mm-hmm. the you know everything wasn't kept in its place. So how could a manager know that they needed something to order it? Because ultimately, you know, it was a mess. And I finally got to a point, you know, being passionate about it, that I talked to one of the the, the regional directors because it seemed like whatever store I went into, I I couldn't find one that was making – yeah, that could – I could find the stuff I was looking for, and and right. and they were going through tons of turnover, and they were experiencing you know uh, you know just growing pains with you know they didn't have the right people in the right positions they you know all the things that you mm-hmm. know that I mentioned earlier where you know they uh, you know he was brought in to start to make sure that the right people were in the right positions and all of that you know and right. making sure people were trained and, and you know and and setting you know setting the teams up for success because some of it is just ignorance. I mean, think about trying to schedule. I mean, you know, I started my career out in a, in a, in a, in a, in a chain, but it was a fraction from a sales perspective of what this, this particular store does. And, and, uh-huh. and I got to tell you, it's really easy to, to kind of miss something on the schedule and to schedule all of those departments and everything. I'm not making an excuse, but you really need to be detail oriented yeah. and make sure that you've got your eyes, eyes dotted and your T's crossed. So I, I would guess that if someone wasn't properly trained with that, that could be, you know, think about how many people everybody has to go out of the registers so all the people that come into your store each and every day you know bad experience because you didn't take the time to dot your eyes and crush your teeth so mm-hmm. it's really you know it's really critically important to set, set everybody up for success so that they truly know how to do their job because um it it, it, it comes back to bite you
1: absolutely absolutely and i'm going to pause for one second. Hold right there because I really want to talk to you about why you became a business coach, you know, what, how important it is. And we've talked about it before, but we have a whole fresh new audience listening, and so I want to go into that a little bit um, because I find that coaches uh, come out of the gate and, and decide to go into coaching because of an underlying passion. Um, but right now we're going to take a break. We are going to bring on our resident Uh, legal um, consultant, (laughs) her name is Zanya Zimmerman, and she comes on every Monday and she gives us a Powerful Biz Tip, and she is also known as the Powerful Biz Woman. So sit tight, Lori, and we'll be right back. Good evening, sis. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for bringing us the Powerful Biz Tip today.
3: How are Um, you? Hi, Lori. I'm doing great. I'm really enjoying the um the show with um Lori. She wow, she's amazing. And it's funny, um, I need to get her contact information so that I can pass her on to my clients. Because the um funny thing is that's basically what I um try to do with my customers, but I do it from a legal standpoint to make mm-hmm. sure that they are legally protected and make sure that they have the right people in place so that they can attract the right client. And so um, I'm going to piggyback on what you and Lori are talking about. The powerful biz tip today, um, this is Diane Zimmerman, the powerful biz woman, and basically what I do is assist women who want to start their own business, help them properly set it up, you know, so that they are no longer doing a hobby, but they are working on a legitimate legal business. And the powerful business tip for today is to make sure that you have a good customer service system in place so that whenever your clients may have a complaint, you have someone there who can, you know, who can respond to that complaint. And you also got to make sure that you have, um, you know, the right employees, to deal mm-hmm. with customers, because you don't want to have an employee that has a bad attitude answering your phone or servicing your customers, and you want to make sure you have a good manager who is good at multitasking. Like for example, if you go up to McDonald's, they always hire good managers. Their managers actually got to go to McDonald's University to learn how to mm-hmm. be a manager, so that if if the customer is not satisfied. They know how to handle it. If one of their employees doesn't know how to work the cash register, they know how to handle it, and that's what you need in place in order to keep your customers to come back. And we must learn as business owners. In the beginning, it's okay to do everything on your own, but eventually, you're going to have to have a good. You're going to have to need a good support staff. To help you, because that's where a lot of customer complaints come from, which is lack of support for the customers and lack of attention to the customers. You have too many customers and not too many good employees to assist those customers and That's a powerful big tip for today. Thank you so much, thank you so
1: much, and you know what I'm glad that you pointed out that that as a business owner, you must build a team. This is all about teamwork. And we're going to get into that some more, of course, with Lori about the importance of building a team. Thank you so much, sis, for being on. We will see you back next Monday with another powerful biz
3: tip, Uh, and I appreciate you. Take care, and I'm enjoying the show.
2: Wonderful.
3: All right, we are back. Lori, are you there
2: I am, I am, oh, and boy, damn. from uh, from from Diane's uh, Diane was music to my ears listening to to her and and what she had to say because it's so critically yes. important.
1: Yes, and I'm going to connect you two on Facebook um, because she she said that she had some clients that she wanted to refer. That would be and great. This is what this show is all about. It's really about empowering everyone um, to work as a team, and we're going to talk about. how important teamwork teamwork is when um, building a business. But I wanted to ask you about why you became a coach. I know the story, but, of course, I want everyone in the audience, and we have quite a few people listening online as well as on the line. So let them get acquainted with you and get some history behind
2: how you became a business coach. Sure. Well, actually, what's really interesting is I've come full circle in my career uh, to, a, to a point. So what happened was um, I, start, I graduated with a business degree. I, I decided that I wanted to essentially get some hands-on experience. So I joined um, a retail chain in their management training program. And one of the things that they, they had all trainees do is we would go to new store openings. And I literally would walk in the front door and want to run out the back door because there was all this chaos going on in between the in the four walls you know customers were upset because they couldn't find what they were looking for because it was a new store and the employees were frustrated because they couldn't help the customers and the lines you don't even want to talk about lines at the registers because they were out the door because it was just crazy and um it was really it was it was challenging and so fast forward to once i became a store manager what do you think my second assignment was to open up a new store and i said well it's not going to go that way way. So I luckily was blessed with a wonderful assistant manager who agreed with me and we were we were definitely partners in crime there and we we must have interviewed over 150 people before we landed on the 50 we hired. We made sure that we included the, the all of the all of the team members in stocking the shelves and being a part of everything so that they knew where everything was. And when we opened up, it was like the day that we opened up, I felt like I won the lottery. And and I I was shooting to have customers happy, but what was was really fun and unexpected that I hadn't anticipated was that I looked around at my team, and they were confident in what they were doing. They were Mm -hmm. excited because they knew what they were doing, so at that point, I was hemming and hawing at that time because I knew I wanted to go back for a master's in something and didn't know what, but after that experience, I was like, it's all about the people, so I went back and got a master's in HR and then started working in HR. Char and trainings you know uh with several large corporations for the last 20, 25 years. And then uh, as I took on a training assignment with the last com- cor- corporation I worked for, uh, I, you know, I really, I knew I was coaching, but I, I, I saw this program, you know, that I thought could just help me. I always looked to continually develop myself. And so I mm-hmm. looked into the program and I said, you know, I really think that this could help me in this role. So I took it wow. and what a life changing journey just for myself. If I hadn't learned anything anything for work. I, w- I I started a wonderful journey for myself, and then as I started to just experience the the amazing change that a coach can provide, whether it's life or business, um, I right. said, "Oh my goodness, I would love to be able to do this, you know, at some point." And I always had a had a you know, ha- I, I always had wanted to own my own business at some point. So mm-hmm. you because know, I had grown up in a very entrepreneurial family, my grandparents and my parents both own their own biz, all the you know, own their biz- own businesses. So I. Uh, uh, you know, I I basically had an opportunity about three years ago. Um, well, it wasn't really an opportunity. I left my corporate career to fin- take care of my grandmother. Before, you know, as she was passing away, and um, yeah. after after she passed away, and you know, and I and I took care of all of those final arrangements and everything. I'm like, you know, I think now's the time. And mm-hmm. I just decided to start, you know, I start my business, and, and you know, I ended up doing what I was so passionate about because, you know, the customer service is definitely a pet peeve of mine, or lack thereof, yes. when it is. And mm-hmm. um, and obviously, you know, I, like I said earlier in the show, you can throw customer service training at people all day long, but if they're the wrong people, it's not going to stick and it's not going to matter. So ultimately, I wanted to really start and help help you know the clients that I work with really build that solid foundation.
1: Right, right, right. I, it's just so always so interesting when I ask that question of people who come on the show and they're coaches. They've basically been doing, they've been coaching all along. It's just, oh, I officially went to, you know, get my certification, you know, in 2010 or whatever it is. But it sounds to me like you were getting your on-the-job training, so to speak, with, with the experience, working, you know, with your family, working with your grandparents and working with your parents. And then it just seems like the more that you uh, grew and, and, you know, went to school and got your education, you know, the passion just came forward even more um, through the experiences that you had working in retail. So it's always just fascinating. I like to um let the listeners hear the evolution of uh, what happens when you go after your your passion. And, you know, listening to you, I know that customer service is your passion. There's no doubt in my mind that customer service is your passion. And I just thank you for uh, bringing it to the forefront in, for me because when I'm out, as matter of fact, I was telling somebody probably about three weeks ago, about that experience I told you about at a, a local coffee place. Um, and, and your response, I don't know if you remember your response to me about that was that the the, the person um, probably wasn't even supposed to be, or he didn't, he wasn't sitting that time of the day. And, mm-hmm. and this was me telling you without even telling you, like, oh, my God, uh, he was an older gentleman, you know. He was. He looked to be like maybe in his late 40s, early 50s. And this coffee chain normally has younger a younger crowd, you know. It has mm-hmm. college students and stuff. And it was just amazing to me how you picked up on that. Um, Absolutely goes to your experience and and knowing like something's not right here. This could be possibly what's not right here.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and it's funny. I was thinking about you. Um, well, I think of you often, but I was thinking about you specifically because my husband and I were traveling back through um, an airport, I think, in Florida, uh, from a mm-hmm. vacation that we were on, and that coffee chain had uh, ha- had a um, had a place in the terminal that we were in yes. and I couldn't help but want to go up to this to this uh, to this uh, establishment because of the gentleman that was making coffees he was welcoming people and I have never seen anything like it and I actually had my husband get it on video because I, I was so impressed he would how are you welcome welcome how what can I get you today he asked my first name remembered my first name and there were was probably a good line of five or six people and you know, continued mm-hmm. to remember, engage in conversation through the entire experience until I left. And I'm thinking I was mm-hmm. bummed because I was like, Man, I wish I worked in this airport because I'd stop by here every day because I mean he right. could, he made my day because you'd never see that or very rarely do you see that. Um exactly. so, you know, he was definitely a great hire. They put him in a great position. He you know, like if they stuck him in the mm-hmm. back and no one got to experience that. What a shame, you know. So it's right. really making sure that you're, you know, as we call in, in you know, in the restaurant industry, aces in your places. You know, you want to basically, basically mm-hmm. make sure that you, you know, strategically position people in the right place. Right, right. Oh
1: wow, what an awesome experience. That would make me want to go back too.
2: <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah, honestly, I was bummed. I'm like, when's when am I going to be back here again? You know. <laughs> Right, right,
1: right. Oh, my goodness. We're almost at the end of the show, of course. Um, there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about. We were talking about teamwork. And, uh, again, your blog is fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's a sort a wonderful source of information on what to look for um, when you're building a brand or to understand customer service. I mean, you just have so many Uh, wonderful articles here, and I encourage everybody, again, to go over to lauriefortuna.com forward slash blog and check out her blog and read some of the articles that she has up here about customer service. It really will help you understand or or at least know what to look for when you are out shopping uh, or when you're out at a restaurant or whatever your experience is when you're out and about. But the... um, Last question I had for you was um, you have a, an article entitled To Do or Not To Do, and you have a quote that says, it is not fair to ask of others what you are not willing to do yourself. Eleanor Roosevelt um, said this. Um, how important is that when you're training, say, a team of um, customer service representatives in a, in a business how important is that when you're training them do you stress that like is that one of those things that's way at the top or where does it where does it kind of fall
2: that is huge. So, uh, from the minute that I I became a manager and had people reporting to me through my entire career, I've always lived by that, and I found that it comes back to me in in in. Over and over again In a positive way uh, Ultimately You know I'll give you You know When I was opening up My new store You know Ultimately You know I mean Heck You know We have restrooms That customers use And all of that I mean I can't expect One of my team members To go clean the restroom If I'm not willing To do it myself And uh-huh. I don't care If it's that person's First job Or their fifty first job They're, they're You know They're people And they're smart enough To know That I'm, I'm I, I would be looking down at them. And if I'm not willing to share in whatever it is that they're doing, that doesn't mean that they're never going to have to do it. And I'm going to always do it because ultimately I have certain job responsibilities and so forth. But there, there is just that, uh, I, I, I really have experienced that, you know, first of all, there's that respect level knowing, Hey, you know, we're a team because ultimately if, if you're not, you know, as a manager, if you're not willing to do everything that your team is doing, are you really a team? You know, are you there right. to support them? Are you there, there to get them through whatever? Because you could be shorthanded. You, there's a lot of things that can happen. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's my num one of my. T- I would say it's my top five, if not my number one rule, because I just think that that's a way to treat treat people. You know, I mean, whether it's right. uh, an organization I belong to or anything. I mean, you just you want to jump in and 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 truly support one another, and that's that's how you do that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Well, this has been a very great,
1: great show once again. I thank you so much for coming back. Um, Thank you for having me. Wonderful, yes. And, you know, guys, I'm a big reader, and Lori has on her website, uh, I guess it's your top ten books, maybe this is? Yes, yes.
2: Eh, Maybe a few more. I kind of got carried away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they're all so good, like Good to Great, Raving Fan I've never even heard of Raving Fans. Uh, it's
2: That's a worth a, a read.
1: Mhm. Ken Blanchard and I yeah, he's uh a well known author. Seven habits of highly effective people, how to win friends and influence people. Think and grow rich. Oh one thing. You have on here a service where you're talking about uh um or you offer the service of, of a mastermind group. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does that work with the type of coaching that you do? Is it that you have managers who are part of this mastermind, or is it the business owners, or is it a mixture of people? A, a mastermind,
2: yeah, no, it's a great question. It's a, um, usually, usually the masterminds aren't, well, I, I've done it a few times within a company. It's more when uh, if I, I'm running something where, you know, it might be a smaller company that might not be able to for, afford, ha, you know, having someone come in yeah. in a one-on-one situation. So they're able to come. And what's really cool is that, you know, we, we create, you know, we talk about topics, but the, the minds around the table. Oh, my God, the power of of collaboration is amazing. And so, you know, they're able to share best practices, give give each other ideas and suggestions, and there's an accountability factor in there, which, you know, let's face it, we all, you know, essentially know what we need to do to run a business. But ultimately, with all the things coming at you, um, it's nice to have, you know, some accountability there, too. So um, it, it comes in handy.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And before we go, of course, I want you to tell us what you have coming up or what you're working on so that um, we can um, let the audience know and then also, to how to contact you uh, through social media or email, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, well, thank you. And I, as always, I always have a blast coming on. So thanks for having me. And yeah, I mean, I've actually been doing a lot more work with um, longer term clients, which I'm having. Um, I'm just having a ton of fun with, um, you know, my the clients that I'm working with right now, you know, I'm taking them through from beginning, you know, my oh, I have a seven step process uh, to, yeah. to really get them back on track. So I've been really spending a lot of time there. But I have a couple of local speaking gigs coming up uh, and some workshops later. Later, late, late spring, I believe it is. But um, um, right. uh, you know, I would love for people to stop by my website. Uh, you know, as you've as you've kindly mentioned several times. And if you mm-hmm. sign up when you when you're out there, um, those blog postings uh, what I, they start out as I send them out twice a month in a newsletter. So what you would do is get your newsletter the newsletter, and then it would you know partially through the email it clicks over to my blog. So if you don't want to have to remember to go out to look at them, just sign up. And I don't blast people with a ton of stuff via email because I know everybody's overwhelmed uh, with yeah. what they get <laughs> via email. So, I mean, twice a month, um, it's, you know, a, a, a yeah, every every other Tuesday, basically. So feel free yeah. if you want a gentle reminder that it's out there, you can basically uh, just sign up there and, uh, you know, get a free gift as well. And, uh, you know, again, you've said it several times, but my my uh, website is loriefortuna.com, which is L-O-R-I-F-O-R-T-U-N-A. And uh, I'm on LinkedIn as Lori Fortuna and I uh, also am on Facebook, which is you know under Lori Fortuna Coaching. So I would love for you to to Absolutely. stop by and hang out, and uh, I would love to get to know you.
1: Awesome, 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 awesome stuff. And of course, you are a friend and a sister to the show. Come back anytime. I've enjoyed you immensely. Um, we have people listening online, so thank you for listening online. Thank you to the people, the callers who are hanging in there listening to us uh, on the line. And we will see you all back on the
2: show on
1: Thursday, April 7th. So take care, Lori, and I'll speak to you soon.
2: Thanks, Khadija. Have a great rest of your day. You too.
0: In the mirror oh. you
1: Sundays and Thursdays, 5.30 p.m., only on Blog Talk Radio. Radio. Visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash evolutionarywomanradio.